Okay, as promised, as you already told everyone like an hour ago. I spoiled it. <laughs> bring this guy on the show, he's crushed, and then he starts giving everyone sneak peeks. <laughs> supposed to talk about that before, man. I just had to give him some teasers. I love it. Um, 75 hard is something, the challenge has come up with you quite a bit since I met you, and I, and I know it's something you're passionate about. So why don't you talk to us about your experience the first time going through it, and we'll just start there. What was your experience like? going through 75 hard the first time. Yeah. So 75 hard for anybody that doesn't know, it's a 75 day challenge. So it's kind of uh, become one of those things where that people see as a fitness challenge, but the actual um, challenge itself is more devoted to um, discipline and mental toughness. So you have rules and you have to follow them all um, without changing them. That's a big one. So you can't change it to suit you. Um, so you have to follow them as they're written and there's no breaks. So it's 75 days every day, no matter what, no matter what the weather is, no matter what's going on. So your rules are you have to take a progress picture every day, right? Easy one. You have to drink a gallon of water every day. Not too bad. No alcohol. That one's probably the easiest. It's just something you don't do. <laughs> um, you have to follow a diet. So that diet can be anything you want. Um, it doesn't have to be a weight loss diet. Um, some people will use it to do um, weight gain. Um, but you, whatever you do, you have to stick to it and follow it um, for 75 days. You have two 45-minute workouts at least um, each day. And one of them has to be outdoors. So that's kind of the sneaky rule in there. Um, you have to get outside. Um, last year when we did it, we were in the snow walking um, or running. Is that what you would do for your outside workout a lot, like long walks? Mainly cardio. Yeah, we did runs, um, walking, um, did a couple sprint workouts, which I say a couple because they didn't last too long. Um, some people do yoga. You can do weightlifting. Workouts don't matter too much as long as, as you know, you're doing something outside for 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, Another kind of hidden rule within that is they're not supposed to be back to back. Um, so the goal is to do, you know, two separate 45 minute workouts. Um, and then you have to read a minimum of 10 pages, um, hard copy, not digital of a self development book. Um, or, you know, a book that can further an area in your life. So it doesn't have to be, um, categorized as self-development, but if it's, you know, if you're in business and you read a business books, that book, that's going to, um, work on your, your skills in business. So that would be self-development. Or if you read something that's related to occupational therapy for your yep. understanding of that. that yep. Works. Yep. Um, so those are the rules and you, and you follow those for 75 days. Um, first couple weeks, 14 to 20 days ish not too bad. You're excited about it. You're motivated to do all the things. You kind of feel good completing it every day. Um, especially once you start doing it, you realize, um, it gives you a lot of confidence because you're doing things that your average typical normal person isn't doing on a daily basis and you're doing it every day. So your first couple of weeks, you know, you're feeling good. The next segment is all a grind <laughs> every day. Every, every part of it is something you don't really want to do, um, but you just do it anyway. Um, 
knowing it's a non-negotiable and, and you just have to get it done. There's plenty of times for every workout, every minute of that workout, I dreaded it. <laughs> but afterwards, you're like, okay, I didn't want to do that, and I just did, and, and now I feel really good about that. It gives you a, a lot of confidence in that way. And then you get to your last few weeks, and it becomes routine, right? So everything you're doing is is kind of habit at that point. And um, it's honestly not not too challenging once you get into the routine of it. It just kind of becomes a every everyday thing, every you know, it's a part of your everyday life. So it's a new norm. It is. And then you hit day 76 and um you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do two workouts. You don't have to follow a diet. You don't have to drink a gallon of water. And I think for me, day 76 was probably the hardest day because I didn't want to stop. And, um, I, I definitely didn't do the entire day. We actually went on vacation, um, to kind of celebrate getting through the 75 days. Um, but I think that was probably the hardest day for me. Um, just knowing that I wasn't dominating that day specifically, um, which I think is probably the biggest takeaway I got from it was that, confidence and um, mental toughness is kind of built through everyday action. I think that was probably the biggest takeaway I got going through that first round. Um, And we finished, I think it was in July and I haven't done it again, but I'm starting up next week. Uh, So I'm going to go through round two of it, but I took, a lot of the things that I was doing during 75 hard with me, but I also feel like my um, mindset changed tremendously over those 75 days. So I was definitely a person who, if I was sore or had a, a full week of hard workouts or, or a lot going on in life, I'd give myself a break on a day and justify it to myself and now I realize that the only person feeling sorry for myself is myself. <laughs> and um, my mindset has shifted from, you know, winning, it, it has become more about what am I doing today to get better or how am I going to go about this day to get better versus, oh, well, I just did this exercise or all this exercise this week. So I deserve this. Like, but in reality, I don't deserve anything. And if I don't do anything, I'm not bettering myself that day. Um, I think that mindset shift has, has carried with me. Um, I feel like I was a person who felt um, sorry for myself or gave cut myself a lot of slack. And now I kind of um, push that, that voice inside of my head saying those things and more to a voice of, um, drive and motivation um, each day to get things done and to do them well. Um, I also think my mindset has shifted from um, doing a task just to do it versus doing a task intentionally. Uh, I think that has um, developed over time as well and um, has helped me in a lot of aspects of life. 
Um, and I also think that if want to give someone an example of that, give an, give an example of maybe something that you did just to do it. And then you did it with intention. And what was the difference? Can you, do you have an example you can give? Yeah. I, I mean, obviously an, an easy one, right. Is you could talk about training. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to go in and squat today. Well, if I go in and squat 315 for three sets of three, it's not too hard for me. Right. But I squatted, but now if I go into the gym and I say, I'm going to squat today, well, I'm going to build up to that 315. And if three reps is easy for me, then I'm going to go until I'm pushing myself. So I'm, I'm pushing 12 to 15 reps. Now it's the intentionality behind the task. Um, another area I think of is in, um, my relationship with Addie, like going on a date to spend time with her versus going on a date and actually being there with her. Um, so like what I mean by that is, you know, before like, okay, let's go on a date and have a nice dinner together. And we go and, you know, we'll have our food or whatnot and, you know, a good small talk conversation. Um, but I'll have my phone out and, you know, doing whatever versus now I, you know, if I say, let's go on a date, I want to take her out. I want to treat her um, like she deserves to be treated and be intentional in our conversation um, really listening to her and um, just having intention behind that time together um, would be like another example of that. Yeah. As opposed to I'm taking her out on a date, check the box. I was, exactly. I was a good boy. I checked the box, uh, go in that extra step. Something I did with Katie two weeks ago, a week ago, her family wanted to get dinner and I, I fall in that trap. I love, I love, I will not lie. I love being on my phone and I love social media and I love uh, watching sports. So some, you know, I, I can easily get fall into that trap. So sometimes and I'll do it with Katie, even if we're just driving to grab a power aid for me or a quick, whatever errand, I'll just leave my phone at home. Like we went out on a day, uh, dinner with her parents. I just left my phone at home for two hours. Yeah. I really need my phone. Right. <laughs> Everyone there has a phone. <laughs> right. So that's, that's awesome that, that you use, you use something hard to become more intentional and it shows up not just in training, it can show up in your relationship. And I'm sure with school too. Why yeah. are you in this class? Are you in this class just to sit there or are you going to, you know, pay right. attention, listen, learn? Yeah, exactly. It's funny too, looking at like my screen time before 75 hard and, and like what it is now, it's probably not even half the time I'm on my phone. <laughs> um, I think that's another thing it teaches you is being intentional with the time you have. I would also say like there is the component of 75 hard when you're going through it, um, you know, you have a lot to do and it makes you realize how much time you actually have to do it um, when you prioritize your time. Right. And uh, before that, I think a big excuse, if I didn't go to, a, to the gym or I didn't want to do something was, Oh, I don't have time. Uh, but when you're on 75 hard, you kind of have to make the time and really prioritize it. And I think that's something I learned too was being intentional with time. And I think that's important for, for people to learn. I agree. When I was in Arkansas, I did a challenge basically on my own, just uh, every Sunday I was going to do a rook and it would vary. So if I went heavy, like up to 60 pounds, I would do four to seven or four to eight miles walking. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to be running with 60 pounds on my back, but it mainly be walk, uh, walking at a, at a fast clip. Or if I lightened it down to like 30 to 50 or in that range, I would probably go either 
it was six miles. I was going to do more sprints or whatever. I just depended, but I was going to do a ruck every Sunday, but I still wanted to get some type of like lift in. So I'd wake up and I'm an early riser, but you'd have to wake up a little bit earlier. Like I'd be in my apartment gym because my gym wasn't open yet at like 4am and I'd work out for like 45 minutes. A lot of times I would do back and shoulders because they were the perfect muscle groups to do before going on a ruck. But I would do a 45 minute workout. Then I would grab my ruck. I would drive about 25 minutes away, do my ruck, come back. And it's like, dude, it's like 7.30 a.m., 8 a.m., right? And I've already rucked, let's say, six, seven miles, knocked the workout out. I would study for like an hour or two. And then football would kick off at noon, right? Because it was during the fall. Yeah. It was so funny because I'd be sitting there and I already cleaned the apartment. And I'm like, wow, I got all this time. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Holiday always talks about this. One of my favorite authors is that when you're super disciplined, you end up like having way more time, actually. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. You have more time to yourself because you've been more efficient and you've knocked things out. And that sounds like exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. What, what, what's your, what are you looking to get out of 75 hard the second time? Um, I actually am hoping to, to challenge myself a little further this time. Um, I've thought about, um, I haven't fully committed yet to uh, every single day when I wake up doing a three-minute cold shower. Uh, I've read a lot about some of the benefits of that, and I think it would just suck, which um, is kind of the reason I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think there are certainly times, even after doing 75 hard, where, um, oh, you know, I'll tap the brakes a little bit or um, not go full throttle to my full potential in, in whatever area. A lot of the times it's dieting, um, just cutting myself a break, knowing that, you know, I'm not going to gain weight from it or, or get fat from it because of what I do, but it's still me not being a hundred percent into, you know, following what I set out to follow. So, um, definitely want to challenge myself a little bit more. Um, I think this round as well, um, I want to, uh, focus on building some more skills. So, um, communication is actually a big one for me. I know you talked about that. Um, off air earlier too, um, getting better at communication and, um, also this round two of, uh, of being with do it cause Addie's doing it with me. So, um, I would like to this round be more intentional of, uh, doing the things, um, together. I know like last round we pretty much were doing everything on the same schedule, but this time I want to be like more intentional about, um, sharing those experiences together as well. Love that, man. Yeah. Communication. Like the most important skill that you can have, I think is your emotional intelligence and you can work at it and communicating goes a long way with that. I always think about it. The most basic way is of like, like the most basic test of, of a great communicator. This is just a basic test is that if somebody sends you a text or an email, can you reply with an answer or do you need more clarification? Right. Because if I need, I mean, there's, there's always like outliers, but if you sent me a text that said, Hey Adam, we have CrossFit tomorrow at this time, you know, and, and you're giving me direction. If I respond and say, Hey, can you clarify about this? You could have already communicated that. Right. So right. working in the business world, as I have, there've been so, it, it's been so eye opening to work with people where they're just not good at writing emails because they'll write you an email or write a client an email and, the purpose of the email, if you're intentional, is that that client has no further questions. They just respond with what you're asking for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
And that's how you should be communicating. It, it's hard, but it's how you should be communicating. Like when I ask you a question on the pod, if you have to say every time, could you imagine listening to our conversation? If I, after every question I gave you, you said, can you clarify something? Or yeah. by that, right? It happens. It's that it's going to happen. Yeah. And, and where that really shows up is obviously I have a girlfriend, Katie, and I talk fast, right? So I have to learn how to slow down because it's not fair to Katie that I just expect and assume she's yeah. going to be able to keep up with everything I say. <laughs> right. Dude, yeah. it's. But being on the pod, it's awesome because just opening up the show, giving you questions, I have to slow down. Yeah. Even though this may not seem slow to some people, this talking pace is slow for me. Yeah. So practice every single time I'm on the pod. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, kind of in a similar way, my my mind goes fast. So when I'm communicating with Addy, I my mind is racing so fast that and I almost can't communicate um what's going through my mind because I'm already past it. And it's kind of the same thing of of slowing down and being direct with her of what I'm feeling or um, what I want to get across without expecting her um, to be caught up with how fast my mind goes. It's like, she doesn't live in our mind, right? Like in your Right. Mind. Yeah. It'd be a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious and excited to hear about how, how you improve that while you're on 75 hard and we'll talk about it. So yeah, for sure. Definitely wishing you the best of luck with 75 hard. Katie wants to do it. So we're, we're very, we're very close to, holding the trigger on it i'm i was i'm down i told her we were dude, we, we start monday let's go that's what i told her let's I'm like, go you want to start monday dude and, let's just do it together and she goes she goes <laughs> she's like but uh what did she say it was so cute she actually said she said kind of what she said goes in line with your day 76 which was she worries that it's so intense when we're done with it how how are we going to want to live yeah. And is it healthy? I'm like, well, you know what? I think it's kind of like the way I, I, I would use it as a reference is you get ready to train for a fight, like a UFC fighter, MMA fighter. It's very intense as you lead up to the fight. Then you fight, and then the next day you wake up. But you needed to you needed to train that with that intensity to get prepared for that. And I feel like training with this intensity for 75 days, it's just great to do for everyday life after that, right? Everyday oh, life yeah. with you. And then you can say to yourself that I did that. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. And I think that once you go through 75 hard and once you finish it, you almost don't want to go back because you realize how li- how much you were limiting yourself um, before you're actually comp- completing the challenge. So, yeah. Love it. Last question on 75 hard. What are you hoping to... I mean, let me, let me make sure I say it. Let me make sure I communicate this properly. <laughs> One shot here. I good can't practice. Good practice. <laughs> what does day 76 round two look like to Eli? Um, I've, I've thought about this a lot, actually. Um, with 75 hard, there's actually a whole year long program you can do. And it's called live hard. Um, and I encourage everybody to, to go listen to um, Andy Frisella. He has a podcast called Relay F. And uh, he talks a lot about um, the Live Hard program and, and 75 Hard itself, too. Um, I forget what episodes they are, but you can go back and listen to them. Um, day 76 for me this round, um, I think I want to push myself 
So last time I did 75 hard, right? I got to day 76 and I knew that I wanted to keep going and, and not fall back into what I was before. I think I've realized how much uh, maturity I've gained um, as far as discipline and consistency and, and my mental toughness. And I think that's carried with me the, this entire time that I've been off 75 hard. Um, I think this round of 75 hard, obviously I want to work and build those skills. And then as day 76 comes, I, I don't want to look back at all this time. I, I just want to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. I think for me, it's going to be having my site continue to be set forward and, and not trying to look back um, on the 75 days or even prior to that. So definitely building those skills and then just to, to keep moving on with it. I mean, I think that'll be the biggest part for me this, this round. I forgot to, uh, I wanted to say this too, cause I think it's, it's really important. Um, but one thing that I learned through doing 75 hard and have, has kind of carried with me as far as um, even training methodology goes um, is that there is really um, no right way to do something. Um, especially when, when I'm talking about in terms of training, um, but what it really comes down to is the consistency behind anything. So no matter what you do, you're going to fail, right? You're going to, you're going to trip up. You're not going to do something the way it should be done. Um, but what makes you better is the consistency behind it. So I think even um, business uh, training, um, life skills, doing it every day and doing it consistently you're going to fail. You're going to have your ups and downs, but it's the cons consistency itself um, that's going to push you forward and make you better in that area of life. And um, even now when people ask me about training, like, Hey, what do you do for training? Like, like, I want to look like you. I want to, I want to lift like you. Or I, I tell them, I'm like, you can do whatever you want or pick whatever program you want, but don't stop and, and be consistent with it every single day and follow it. You know? And I think, that goes beyond training too. And I think that's just an important, important note of, uh, or another important thing I learned from 75 hard. All right. Closing questions, plural today. Oh man. I've done plural because two questions, because you're that special. Okay. Don't tell the other plus ones that. All right. I thought you were First, saying that's so big, but. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you want? I can edit that in. Okay. <laughs> All right. First question's funny. Second question serious. Okay. So we're going to, Start, start fun and serious, and then you can get to work. What is your spirit animal? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. You know, I want to say owl and just tell you I'm so wise and know all these things, but I don't think that's too accurate. I wish I, I'll have to agree on that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, let's see. Let's go. I'm going to say, I want to say a rhino. Wow. That's intense. Tell me about the rhino. Well, I think I could be totally off on this, but my random intelligence in my mind is saying that rhinos are absolutely massive. They're big dudes. Um, they look scary, but on the inside, they're like super like lovey with their, their breed, their pack, <laughs> their herd. Um, but they also have like hidden ta weird talents. Like they could 
run super fast is even though it's how big they are and they they're softies on the inside, but they can absolutely destroy someone. Yeah. That's you know what, what I'm going with. To that is you're very big on like charging ahead, you know, like, yeah, every five is over. I'm going to, going to, yeah. I'm going to live hard. That's what I think of. I know. Okay. The fun one is done. Ooh, I rhymed. Okay. Last question of the day. If you had one full day to spend any way that you wanted, what would you do? Why? Oh, man. One full day. I think it would be in Arizona. because that's like my favorite state of all time. And it would consist of waking up and sitting on a porch somewhere watching the sunrise, drinking a cup of coffee. Then I would go hit the gym, do some CrossFit, and then um, golf. <laughs> golf nine holes, only nine holes. Finish golfing, get some Chipotle, and then go hiking in the mountains. Climb down the mountain, watch the sunset, go back home. And sit on the porch and stare at the stars. Beautiful. <laughs> I have no comment. I love it. There you climbing up the mountain, climbing, going back down. Very fitting. I try to hit all the things that I really like to do. So you know, going up to the top of the mountain is like coming on abs plus one. <laughs> yeah. Walking down the mountain is like when you have to go. When you have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eli, I got a lot of respect for you. You're awesome. You're a fucking hard worker, dude. You're a stud. I, I admire you. Super happy that I got to know you from dating Katie, but now I feel like we have our own friendship, which means okay. the world to me. You crush it on here. And anyone that listens to the episode, they're going to gain a lot of value. Again, we know you got to go. Have a great day at work. Thanks for coming on. Keep doing you, and I will see you soon. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. You're also a great dude. Glad to get to know you. Also, pre- appreciate your service, too, man. Oh, I appreciate that. I don't think I've ever said that yet, but I appreciate it. Awesome. Everyone, Eli Sanchez, Jimmy Garoppolo, he says great value. I just say value. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone. We don't care how. Just share it. Have a great day. That's right. Share the show. <laughs>